2: change the drive into work in traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t
3: okay listen it's time to get your bars up The news is already in your face all the time. You already know Trump out here talking about Nuck if you buck. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you know, pull up on me then. Bust a move. Matter of fact, I'm going to hire my guy to come look through all the stuff you got. Like, y'all get it. You know what I'm saying? He facing a plethora of charges. Everybody know that. You know what what I'm saying? saying? You know Afghanistan in a, like... Uh, how it started How is it going Over there With the Taliban situation Like Oh word Like y'all was gonna be The new and improved Taliban Come on fam Like you already knew That wasn't going You already knew They was gonna be The same Taliban They always was You don't, don't need, need me to, to tell that. you that You know we about to be In midterms You know what I'm saying You know uh Biden out here talking about we need to fund the police. We expect them to do everything. We expect them to be psychologists and psychiatrists and counselors and therapists, which is all the reasons why we're saying we need to defund, because you asking them to do stuff they not trained to do. So how about you hire the train professionals and fund them to do that? Take the money, you take it It's just like he get his whole reason for funding the police is the exact reason to defund them. It's pretty funny. But you don't need me to explain all that. You already you already in there. I want to take time today to give y'all some reading assignments or listening. It's up to you. Either way, we're going to get your weight up today. you going to get your bars up. I'm going to give you some book recommendations. Good politics, y'all. case you don't know get your bars up is a uh this is gonna it's it's always weird to like explain stuff that like you never had to like actually give an actual definition to because it's like you didn't even know where to start it would be if you were to make some sort of reference to like all the force is strong with this one like how many things you have to unpack to give context for for that phrase to make sense right and then it it's almost not as fun anymore. Getting your bars up is a rap phrase, right? Bars are measurements of song, of sound, of lyrics, like, you know, one, two, three, one, one, two, three, two, one, two, three, three, bars, right? And it became a ubiquitous colloquialism for rapping, right? If, you know, back in the 90s, you was like, yo, I got 16 bars. What you're saying is like, I have a verse, right? Because verses traditionally, and during that time, verses were 16 bars. You do a 12, you do a t- do an eight, right? Uh, pop music's a little different. Pop music is usually eight bar verses, eight bar chorus, right? And then now the whole phrase, get to the chorus for you, Boris, right? Uh, then the second verse is usually four bars into a four bar bridge or four bars into the chorus again, four bar bridge or eight bar bridge, big finale, eight bar ending pop music right but if we're saying like "Yo, all get your bars up like it would be something to tell a person like man you need to like practice your rapping <laughs> you need to get better at what you're doing and one of the untold things about hip-hop music especially if you're gonna do it at a particular level of excellence is it actually requires a decent amount of interdisciplinary like sort of polymath knowledge of culture, right? If you're going to do it well, you'd be surprised at how smart a lot of the best rappers are. Like y'all know 2 Chains went to Tuskegee. Like, like, like these, a lot of these people are very, very, very smart people. It's the same with comedy. Like for comedy to be really as sophisticated, and funny as it can be, you kind of gotta know what you're talking about and know well what you're talking about to be able to point out absurdities and 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 satires and 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 make the jokes and make the connections. you have to know what you're talking about, of course, there's slapstick and stuff like that, but slapstick comedy also you kind of got to know what you're talking about to know to know how to make fun of it so for, you know fool's making like double and triple and quadruple entendres, like you have to know what you're talking about. You have to be able to make references from history, pop culture, science, literature, to bring it all together for this. So it's not just like, oh, got it out the mug. We turning up in the club. You know what I'm saying? It's not just that. Even if because you can only do that for so many songs. Eventually your turning up in the club has to have some sort of simile to it. Like a... Something, and it can't be something you didn't say it a million times, or it's corny, right? For to for the type of rapping I'm talking about. Of course, there's something for everybody. You know, there's exceptions to this rule. Some stuff is all vibe. Some stuff is all feel. And if we were making a uh, comparison to politics, that would be your Trumps of the world. This is all vibe. <laughs> ain't no content. This is candy and the content he's giving is ridiculous, right? They he got no bars. It's all styles. <laughs> it's all cadence, right? Cadence is uh in this time of era of hip hop, cadence is king. Cadence is like the way you say your stuff. So that's why you can remember how a song go, but not the lyrics is the cadence, you know, that's the cadence. And then you just drop words into it. Oh, Hey, who do you know? Rocking a mic and I'm killing that flow. Ooh. Hey, what do you see? Step in the crowd and I'm rocking. It's me. It's just cadence. I didn't say anything. It's just the cadence, right? But those aren't bars. On the other hand, when you're all bars and no finesse, this is backpack rapper. This is like there's no there's nothing to like latch onto. It's just rapidy raps. And a lot of the rapidity rap stuff, which is what I came from, right? You're not gonna bang it in the car. You know, it's like it's like headphone music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you ain't gonna hear it in the club. The, the, this, the, the you know, I spit similes, rip mics and mention me, mention me. I spit similes, top of the brain, rick and D, rick and Shorty, border, rick and mortar, sorter, bipolar, rhyme thrower, rhyme chore. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, cool, whatever. I mean, I guess, you know? <laughs> but if you could put bars and cadence together, you get Kendricks, you get Coles, you know what I'm saying? And you get certain elements of Drake, right? You get greatness. Out of your music when you could put the two together. So, as far as your knowledge of world history, politics, and the world we getting into, and especially moving into these midterms, especially being able to have a, a, a decent conversation about the air quotes culture wars we have in. Some people all cadence. It's all vibe. <laughs> Liberals shouting out a cab. I'm like, okay. Well, what do you what do you mean by that? Well, you yeah, Killing black people Black lives matter Okay, well what you mean by that? You know what else is killing black people? I'm saying saturated fats Food deserts Get your bars up Do you know what we talking about here When we say all cops are bastards? Well, you know We need to fund the police Okay, so why? Well, the mainstream media Okay, what's wrong with mainstream media? Tell me. Okay, get your bars up Well, you know, it's it's critical race theory Okay, what is it? Yeah, that's what I thought Get your bars up Get bars and cadence Know what you are talking about And know how to talk about what you are talking about Cause Good lord if you could put those things together Dang You bad bunny Rihanna and Beyonce and Kendrick Wrapped in one could you imagine that So yeah this episode It's a little different than normal In the sense that I kind of want to give y'all some, like, reading material. Some of the feedback we got over this show is that you guys tend to enjoy the educational aspect of the show. We talk about, like, how something works and histories of things. And... And I think it might be because, you know, we're kind of drowning in news. Like, sometimes you kind of need a break. You feel me? Like, so when we be dropping jokes or making comparisons, but ultimately, like, kind of schooling you on some, like, bigger picture stuff, It the feedback we're getting is that's a lot more helpful. And, you know, we can't please everybody. So uh, that might not be true of you listening right now. You might like, you know, the hot takes about, like, current events. And I'm not going to stop doing that. But... I do think a little more content on, like, the educational side uh, would do a little good. I've been asked all the time, hey, what books are you reading? Hey, where'd you get that? Where did you learn this? This is so cool. You know, I think today I'm just going to lay out a couple things y'all can read in your own time and leisure. But I'm also going to give you a couple, you know, caveats and disclaimers. All right. So take notes if you're up to it if not just you know save this here episode and you can come back to this list word all right let's go So as you know, the premise of this show is the merging of street knowledge with book knowledge, right? Your urban outside experience and using that to understand your in the ivory tower experience. And if you can merge the two, uh, the possibilities are endless. That being said, you ain't got but so much brain space, right? So... I don't expect you and I'm not calling you to derail your whole trajectory and read these super dense books. Yeah. In between trying to make rent. That's not what I'm saying. But I do want to give you a list of books that you could possibly, you know, what I'm saying kind of be playing in the background. You feel me? Some of these are very dense and very sort of edu-speech. Others are simpler reads, a little more narrative. And my hope is, again, not to shame you, not to make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about, but just to give you some gems so that you kind of have a baseline for when you going to drop bars on folks about how you feel about things, that you can actually be like, well, actually, here's this study. Here's this person. Here's this thing. Here's what I understand about how that works so that nobody like kind of like... You know, kind of sell you them wolf tickets. Don't be selling me no wolf tickets. Right. But the list I can give you is on the educational side. The street knowledge, the urban knowledge, I don't, it ain't in the books. That comes from lived experience. And uh, I think, but ultimately, even whatever your lived experience is, my hope is that you learn how to tap into that to help you understand the world around you. I'm getting a little deep here. Anyway, okay, here we go. Let's start first with uh, culture war stuff. First book I wanna give you, first person I'll introduce you to is Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw, Harvard grad, law professor at UCLA, certified G, absolutely brilliant black woman. And the thing about Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw is the fact that you've been hearing her words and people been putting words in her mouth for the past eight years, which is crazy because the words that we put in her mouth, she wrote many books about and you can just see what she wrote. There needs to be no mystery around the things that she came up with and is the leading expert on. Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw is the leading expert in critical race theory. We hear CRT, people been talking about it and the woke. See, this critical race theory and uh, wokeness has been merged together into one thing, which is absurd. Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw in critical race theory is a law theory, okay? Now, I'm going to give you some books to read or at least to listen to or maybe even just to skim. If you you don't feel like you could get all the way into it, you can skim. You know what the name of one of the books you could read that she wrote about critical race theory? It's called Critical Race Theory. (laughs) the key writings that formed the movement. She wrote a book, y'all. There needs to be no confusion as to what this means. And when you hear in your little right wing politicians, your little conservative politicians talk about how it's a scourge and we don't want to teach our kids that you could read what it is. And you could see that I Like almost every other black person who grew up in the school system, the American public school system, unless you was in an exceptional school or had you an exceptional teacher, you ain't know nothing about this. The extent of what you knew about your race is that slavery happened. And then Dr. Martin Luther King, that's all we get taught. So for somebody to tell you (laughs) You learned it, critical race theory, I ain't nobody learned it. I ain't know what that was till college. And that's because I was an ethnic studies major. (laughs) It's a law theory. She has another book that is called Identities and Inequalities, Exploring the Intersections of Race, Class, Gender, and Sexuality. Now this isn't Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw. This is by uh, David Newman, and it's built on some of her work. The point I'm trying to make is there needs to be no mystery about what critical race theory is. There's literally a book about it, and multiple books that came from that. It's like it's and y'all like listen, just you know, Audible, just listen to it. Now for that book to make sense, you may have to step back a little further and read something like called the 1619 Project, right? Um, the year 1619, why that's so important is it's the, the year that the first African slave set foot in America. It was the essentially like the beginning of the slave trade, you know what I'm saying? So there was this whole thing. You know when the New York Times tried to do a 1619 project during 2019, and then that's when everybody was like, "Well, no, 1776 project." You know, all reactionary, whatever the case may be. At least know what you're talking about. Here's another caveat: I'm not trying to tell you that any of this stuff is factual or true or the way you need to see the world. I'm just trying to say if everybody talking about the dangers of critical race theory, why don't you learn what it is? And then see maybe they don't know what the hell they're talking about, which is why somebody like me most times don't engage when somebody asks me about, well, oh, that's just critical race theory, like well well, you don't know it, you don't know what that is. so it's a it's a law theory, a theory about the law, okay, So just go check it out. Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw devour everything she writes. Another book I would recommend is The New Jim Crow. It's by Michelle Alexander and it's about, you know, slave trade to mass incarceration and why mass incarceration is a thing. The 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 things that are sinister about it. Like these things are like baselines. This is the background knowledge. This is like these things when you when when you hear me talk, right? Uh these are the types of things that it's it's almost like if you're watching Game of Thrones and we've just accepted that dragons exist in this universe. You know what I'm saying? And you understand Valerian steel and you know the Iron Throne. You know and and you just already know the map, right? And you know the the wildlings and the North Wall. Like if you already know all that stuff and you're just in the world, but if somebody just drops in and you're just like, yo, what the hell is a wildling? It's like, I already know the map, right? You know, if I just dropped you into like a Tolkien story and I was like, oh, we're going to go to Rivendell. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know the map already. So these are things, at least just know the map. Again, you ain't got to believe all this stuff. At least know the map. But these people got a receipts so you can at least have your bars up. All right. Now, this is your these are your law books. Of course, it's not complete or exhaustive. These are just some suggestions and you got to take them all. Just you can pick a few. Next, I want to talk about some culture books. Let's take a break. Culture books, culture and justice, I think would be a good way to put this. One thing I've, you've heard me mention this book before. I, I highly recommend it. It's called simply justice by Michael Sandow. Okay. It is, I think very, I've, 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 I've again, I've talked about this before, but let me just rehash it. It really helps um, frame conversations when we're talking about what is justice, what is equality, what is right. Right. And it's, It's theoretical, like he doesn't really take a stance. He just tries to give you sort of buckets to put your understanding of things. So he talks about like, if justice means, um, I think I said this before, but again, you need to hear it. If justice means... um, the greatest amount of good for the most amount of people that's usually like sort of the liberal and progressive thing to where it's like, you have these big programs that can help the most people. It's not gonna help everybody because everybody don't need help, but what is the greatest amount of good you could do for the most amount of people? That's usually a liberal, uh, perspective. Then he has, that is what's just, then he has this, this of like, if just is like freedom to flourish where it's like, leave me alone, let me make the right decisions. And if I fail, I fail. And if I succeed, I succeed, but don't like put nothing in my way. Just let me do it, right? Let me make the right choices. That's more of a libertarian approach, right? And then the idea of of the more conservative approach is like justice is what things ought to be, meaning there there is a right and a wrong and it's above us and it is up to us to fit our lives into whatever that thing is you know, that's, that is what's justice. That is what's just, you, you have this idea of there's a fixed idea of what the world should be. And we need to submit ourselves to that rather than we're creating the world that we're in. Right. So what is justice? And he gives a lot of examples about that, um, in this book. So I I highly recommend that so that, because I'm telling you, this will help you understand at least the person sitting across from you, why they are outraged about what they are outraged, why they don't understand when you say, well, i mean don't send a cop to a domestic violence thing you know what i'm saying like you know or why they're like you know trans people shouldn't be in the military you know it's like oh okay i i I see why you're saying that you know what i'm saying uh because of their idea of justice or they're just bigoted i don't know anyway so that's one another book is called the sacred canopy now this one is freakishly dense But it's about the shaping and the creation of culture. What even is culture? I think I talked about this in the Culture Wars uh, uh, in the Ops episode, right? Like, what is it? Well, I mean, it's us. And how do you make it? It's very dense. But if you can, even if you can get through like the first couple chapters, like I'm telling you, you'll realize like how silly we sound often. Everybody. Because we just really don't understand how culture is made and where we're getting our norms. Does that make sense? And the last on this tip is a book called A Different Mirror. It's very old. I ain't gonna hold you. Very old. But sometimes books that are old or out of date or some of the takes are kind of like, this didn't age well. It teaches us about culture, period. It teaches us about where we were. You feel me? Um, can I get crass with y'all? Because this is hood politics. There was a time in hip hop where rappers would brag about how they don't go down on girls, that they don't they don't eat the coochie. I know that's crass. But I just need to make a point that it was considered not hard, not manly. Boy, has times changed. I'm <laughs> saying, like, yo, that take ain't age well, fam. You know all I'm saying? Because, uh, uh man, listen. Anyway, um, the point I'm trying to make is it gives you a window into what was going on back then. I remember the was a time where rappers would talk about how they didn't listen to R&B, and they don't do R&B. It's like, oh, y'all niggas don't sing? Y'all don't like girls, fam? That's what's going on right now? No, we hard. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Enter Drake. one of the biggest artists in the world. He like R&B. You feel me? (laughs) So so the point is, even with some of these books that I'm giving you, again, like I keep saying, you ain't got to take it all. I'm not saying all of this is like, this ain't gospel. You feel me? But it is... Any any piece of content like this is a window into who we are as a species at that moment of time. It's a snapshot, it's a Polaroid of the way we were thinking about things. You know what I'm saying? Again, you don't have to agree with none of the takes. I'm just saying, get your bars up. So A Different Mirror by Ronald Takaki. Um, it's a book about all of the different sort of immigrations of all the other ethnic minorities into the americas it's their stories it's not just the pilgrims you know what i'm saying so it's just a window into all these different experiences of people immigrating to america from all over the world it's just a good window you know what i'm saying um and again it's very old so some of the content is dated but it it's a good it's a good anchor snapshot Another book you could check out is um, Guns, Germs, and Steel. It's about colonization. It's asking the question like, okay, why did Europe go and conquer all these other places rather than the other places coming and conquering Europe? Were the Spanish conquistadors a more advanced society? Did they really overpower them? Was it, a, was it some other stuff? Could it have been? Maybe something else. So it's an it's an examination of that. Now, again, this, this book has very mixed reviews. And it again is also dated. But it's a good window, again, into like asking that. Cause that was a question I asked a bunch of times too. I was like, man, why, why go this way? Why Europe go? What, what, what was in y'all that made y'all think you should do this? Is there such thing as a superior culture? What is what is high culture? And why would he, we even use that term? It goes into stuff like that. And lastly, which is the probably the most... <laughs> Shockingly scary one is a book called The Death of Democracy. Now, if you're a fan of the Bastard's Pod, this book has been used before. And this book is about the time between uh, World War I and World War II. It's Weimar Germany. And it talks about the trajectory of going from this freakishly progressive head of its time country, with of course its problems, but it was way ahead of its time Weimar, Germany with with Kaiser Wilhelm in there and their you can say whatever you want, but descent into Nazism and like, like man, what? You know what I'm saying? That and it just examines that and what sucks is it looks like, you know, somebody holding a mirror in front of us. It's pretty freaky. Um so it's a little scary, but I'd say take a peek. And last is a book I just finished listening to. It's a it's a fiction piece, but it's called uh Invisible Things. It's super fun. It's 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 also supposed to be a mirror to us, but essentially the the premise is there's a terrarium like a a a human colony fishbowl that's the size of an American city and its surrounding suburbs living inside the dome on the moon of on a moon in Jupiter on Europa. And nobody knows how it got there and why it's there and how to leave. It's it's pretty dope. Cause it's and it's like and the 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 city in there is just a regular ass American city. So yeah, I, I highly recommend that. It's, again, it's fiction, but it's, it's supposed to be like a little allegorical for us. In the biographies, I suggest Frederick Douglass's. Frederick Douglass is a slave who was born a slave and basically saved America. You think I'm playing? He became super cool friends with Abraham Lincoln. And the more you understand about Frederick Douglass and his life, the more you might see that like, yo, this man was in Abraham Lincoln's ear who essentially taught him that the abolition of slavery is the only cause. you know what I'm saying? Like that, that this is a moral issue. Because if you follow Abraham Lincoln's trajectory, he's you know he's a dynamic character too. That he was, he didn't jump on. He was trying to save the union, money. He had to be convinced, and he grew, and uh, and a lot of his growth was Frederick Douglass. So I, I I'd say I'd say peep that out. Now, I'm pretty sure y'all got a list of books too that would really, really help. Oh, 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 I forgot this one. I can't believe I forgot this one. This one's a biggie. It's a biggie because it's probably what you might think would be the opposite of where my stances are. Uh, And I am with it, okay? This book is called My Grandmother's Hands, okay? And it's a book about uh, the privilege and trauma carried in white bodies you heard me white bodies this person this author had been actually giving like trauma informed therapy to cops and about what's going on in their bodies and in their hearts and how if you got uh, uh, another therapy book is like it's called the body keeps score um which is something as a side note I'd also recommend too but this this book is like he's interviewing cops. Remember, I told you before, all oh, cops, A cab. Okay, well, let's, let's get in their brains. I'm going to leave y'all with this one because, yo, you're going to walk away from that thing. Like, you know, the meme of the black dude with his mind blown, leaning back, like, oh, that's what this one is. I, I was very, it, I was shook. Okay. My wife recommended this one and then she uh we did a little talk on our Patreon about it and like I'm telling you dude you'd be you'd be surprised how much empathy would grow in you after you you really understand um really how how trauma is carried in the body and also how the White supremacy project doesn't just hurt non-white people; how it really hurts white people too. And, and but that I don't want to get into the book. I want y'all to get into it yourself. So, here's a bunch of things. I'll link them in the show notes, and yeah, get your bars up. I know it was a different episode, but I, oh, one more book. Read Oliver North's book. Oh, yeah, read his book. (laughs) All right, y'all. Hood politics. Yeah, this here thing was recorded by Me Propaganda in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by matt osowski i can totally say his name guys it was it was a shtick he's going by matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name headlights y'all know comment used to be called common sense y'all know tip ti was tip sometimes it happens executive produced by the one and only Sophie Lichterman for cool zone media and the theme music by the one and only gold tips, gold tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen every time you check in. If you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see y'all next week.